Hello and welcome to the Anxious to Sing podcast. I am your host, Kezia Grace, and throughout each episode, I'll be bringing you all of the vocal mindset magic that enables you to empower your mindset and truly liberate your own unique singing voice. As a vocal mindset expert and life coach for singers, I help other performers level up, have it all, and gain vocal freedom. All because I realized the one vital thing our industry seemed to be missing all came down to self-love. And freedom of the self is freedom of the voice. So whether you're a professional singer or have only just started singing, if you're looking to find true vocal freedom, overcome all obstacles, become a fearless performer, and manifest the career of your wildest dreams, then this podcast is for you. Are you anxious to sing? Then it's time to set yourself up to soar. It's so wonderful to have you here. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back, as always, to another episode of the Anxious to Sing podcast. Um, Welcome, welcome. Excited to be back here. To those of you who have been tuning in from the very beginning, Hello, welcome, love to you all, and to those of you who may have even just randomly selected this episode in particular, and you are new to my world, to Anxious to Sing, um, to the Kezia Grace coaching world, welcome, welcome, sending you all so much love as well. Oh, okay, so I'm actually currently sat on a very rocky cruise ship, um, but the sun is streaming in through the windows. Um, We've actually just been in Sydney today, so I've never been in this side of the world before. Well, I say this side of the world. Never been to Australia or New Zealand um, before, so this is all new itinerary for me, which is so exciting. We are still in our rehearsal process and putting up the shows, um, so we're a little bit busy, busier than we would normally be. in terms of on cruise ship life. But I did manage to get off today with my friend and the sun is streaming in through my portholes right now with the ocean outside. It's reflecting off of the ocean. It's a little bit rocky, um, but in a calm, soothing way right now. And I can see my um, Christmas diffuser that I bought um, for my cabin. And it's funny, it says warmest wishes on it, warmest wishes. Um, But I'm getting in that zone. I've been trying to find an advent calendar to have on the ship with me because that's always fun. Christmas on a ship is, um, it's always a little different. Last year, I actually went into quarantine on Christmas day because I wasn't very well. Um, And on cruise ships as well, they take any COVID symptoms or potential COVID symptoms very, very seriously. Um, So I did get put in quarantine on Christmas day last year, but this year it's going to be different. It's going to be fabulous. And I love that I bought this diffuser, but I've actually blue tacked it down or sticky tacked it down, whichever way you want to say it. Um, uh, Just because the rockier it gets, you know, you don't want it to fall over. I've had that happen before, but it smells delicious. The vibes in here are just really warm, really lovely, really sunny. I can even like lean forward and put my face in the sun and it just felt like the perfect time to bring this episode to you. And also, I'm going to give you a little cheeky update and a little bit of insight into a brand new project that I'm going to be launching for you all very, very soon. Um, Excuse me. 
My voice is doing much better, which is really, really good. Managed to open another show. And part of that update that really ties into just what I really want to touch on today. It's a bit more of a lighthearted episode, but an equally freaking important topic. One that we actually, I shouldn't even say that it's lighthearted because it's something we take too lightheartedly or don't pay enough attention to as performers, I think. Um, that I have touched on before, but but regarding the life update that kind of ties into it all. Um, so we opened a second show um, and it went fabulously, had a really good time. But a couple of days before, I actually was told, okay, you're required to cover a different song, um, one that I did not know. And this was a very, 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 very fast... Um, operatic French song and I do not know French I did my French GCSE and got a, a classic C but with my um the way my mind works that my creative brain in particular is I have a I have a very photographic memory like I can picture a lot of things how I learn monologues is that way actually I can picture the words and that's how they all go in so it's a little harder with French because your brain is less likely and doesn't want to take in the words that it doesn't actually understand and that's what makes also one of the things that makes learning languages harder later in life you're less um what's the word not susceptible but you're less likely to have that kind of brain that is open I guess to learning something that it actually doesn't understand from the very very beginning but I digress so I had to learn a French song um, and I was lucky because I already knew the tune to all of this song. I've heard it many, many times. It's about it's about a four minute song as well, so it wasn't short. There were three different verses that were along the same tune, which makes it even harder to learn the lyrics. Um, and they got faster and faster every single time. Now, I will say with this, I wanted to sing this song <laughs> from the beginning of this contract. I know that I've manifested this. I know I 100% manifested this. I just didn't expect it to happen quite so soon. Um, and, you know, it goes back to a little bit of what I was talking about in the previous episode around I had a choice of how to react. Um, and there was a little bit of stress there in order to I wanted to do it in the best way I possibly could and cramming lyrics, especially French lyrics, which you've had to write out um, phonetically, is not the most fun uh, way to learn a song, but it doesn't mean it's not doable. And I am happy to report that, again, once again, focusing on joy, focusing on, you know what, I know I can sing the crap out of this song and I can sing it well. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to let the lyrics or anything like that stop me or prevent me from enjoying my performance. Focusing on all of that enabled me to do two shows very, very well. Um, There may have been some trip ups in the French, but none of the above put me off and nobody was any the freaking wiser. Um, So that ties into what I really wanted to talk about today, which is how to make singing more fun. It's a topic that sounds super basic. And the reason that I wanted to really talk about it is because it's 
Something, again, that I mentioned before that so many of us performers forget to pay attention to. And, you know, everything starts with the self, blah, blah, blah. You've heard me say it 50 million times by now, I'm sure. But part of that is an element of fun that we have to have within our lives. I get a lot of messages from people and from clients and from fellow performers and friends performers as well that say, that always ask me like how I organize my life and how I manage to run a successful business, be a successful performer and everything else that is tied into life between family and relationships and friends and everything, you know, and downtime. And I don't organize it. I set in place my client sessions and I give myself non-negotiables for the day, but I do not organize my time. I let my life be lived. And that is something I had to learn the hard way as somebody that has always had OCD tendencies around specific things as well. I really, really had to work on the living for fun aspect of my life. And I didn't even realize that this was something that I needed to pay attention to until about a year ago, if I'm honest, you know, growing a business, being an entrepreneur and helping people and constantly wanting to learn more, also wanting to work on my voice, being a professional performer, becoming a vocal captain, everything that is then tied into life with family, friends, relationships too. It's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff, but it's exactly that. It's stuff. It's elements of life that make up your life. And I think there's no... um, It's no coincidence that both in the previous episode, me talking about focusing on fun in order to get through those shows where I had tonsillitis, and again today, me focusing on fun in order to get through the shows where it had been quite stressful trying to cram French lyrics into my brain (laughs) at very short notice, Um, but with the most understanding team as well, which was wonderful. But I digress. Focusing on fun enables you to carry yourself very differently through the way that you perform. Because when you do the work to make sure that your instinctive way of responding to any change around a performance, around your voice, around your body, around, I don't know, illness, around singing in general, the more you do the work to be able to navigate those things from without the instinctive level of panic, the more you allow fun to be embraced by you and into your life. And if you think about how, I don't know if you've been to a concert or something, you think how gleefully you would like whoop for the jolly performers or whatever and you have a great time or maybe you've been out dancing and you've been singing along to songs and things like that and, you know, when you do those things <laughs> without too much alcohol, um, <laughs> but when you do those things, it feels easy, right? Because you're not thinking, oh my goodness, this is part of me singing. This is part of this. That means I have to do this. That means I have to do that in particular. You're coming at it from an element of fun. You're just thinking, oh, I'm going to do this because it's fun. I'm having a great time. This is an element that we have to bring into our performances in order for your voice to soar, in order for your voice to really reach its fullest potential and in order for you to reach your fullest potential as a performer as well you have to have that element of fun you have to allow that element of fun to come in and this is why I mention 
you know, ask me any questions, ask me how I organize my time and I will share that with you. And maybe this is something I should do a masterclass on because there is, there are times when organization is necessary. Yes. But if you are organizing every single second of your life, as if you are working every single second of your life, you're not embracing the life that you are desiring to create and or live in any regard. I really want that to sink in for a second. Um, oh, I just gave myself, myself goosebumps. <laughs> oh, I just love it. I knew this was the right moment to talk about this. Um, so what I want to do really in this episode, for the rest of this episode, after giving you all that food for thought, is to mention three things in particular that just to help you tap into more fun as a singer. Um, As a singer specifically, yes, but you know everything starts with the self, right? So also to help you tie these elements of fun into your everyday life. I talk a lot about how performing and your job is not just something you do to gain money. It's an element of your life. It's an element of your life that gets to be fun. It's not the overall umbrella of everything that you do in your life. It's an element of your life that that gets to be fun. There are so many different branches to you. There are so many different elements to you, to your soul, to who you freaking are, to the best version of yourself. Your job is not the thing that just defines everything in your life. There were times where my life was completely dictated by the show that was coming up in a couple of days. And I would be so paranoid about things even several days before that performance and think, oh, I can't have that one glass of wine five days before the show because then if it goes wrong, it's my fault. You know, that was how my mind genuinely worked. Now, and that's just a little example, but when you navigate it all as being an element of your life and not the key, I don't know, um, role or the key leader in everything that you do in your life, you allow so much more in, you allow so much more joy in to your life in general, yes, but also into your craft. Um, Yeah, I think that's all I'm going to say on that. So the three things that I just wanted to pinpoint in particular around making singing more fun, number one, don't just sing songs for something. Don't just sing songs for something. The amount of people that I've worked with before that, um, and myself in the past, where the only time you actually sing at home on your own is when you've got an audition and you know you have to work on that specific song. Or when you think, oh, people are posting online, so now I have to post online in order to keep up with it. And if that's the intention behind the action, then that's coming from a place of fear, right? Don't sing songs just for something, by which I was, I mean, sing for fun. Put that music on, sing along to it. It doesn't matter what comes up, sing along to it. Don't just sing songs for something because then every single time you are practicing and every single time you are singing and vocalizing and sharing emotion, you're coming at it from a perspective that is always for somebody else as opposed to actually being something that you allow yourself to pour your soul into. So don't just sing songs for some for something in particular. Don't just sing when you have to for an audition. Don't just sing when you have to for a performance, even if you're on a professional dog. Uh, dog? <laughs> a professional job, not a professional dog. 
weird. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, don't just sing songs for something in terms of for something else other than yourself. It's a form of expression. You desire to sing because you want to express your emotions through that. Don't make the way that you express your soul become solely about work. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, don't just sing songs that are your castability and or your style. Now, this could create some controversy. I have my own opinions around castability. It's important to know where you fit, especially in musical theatre, right? I'm speaking in particular about musical theatre right now. It's important to know what works for you and what doesn't in terms of vocally, tone, style, look, whatever. It's important to know those things to a certain extent. The element that I don't like personally, and this is my opinion, is when other people dictate where they think you have to go consistently and that then causing performers to have a mindset of, oh, that means I can't do that. And it's placing limitations on performers that are actually then maybe they, let's say they learned that in college, that that was their castability. And then they're going out into the world and five years later, that's not going to be exactly the same castability, but they've been told that that's their castability. So they've limited themselves in terms of what they believe they're actually actually capable of doing roles wise, abilities wise, um, and everything here and there in between. So that is why, and you know, it's the same with styles of songs. Maybe you're a country singer, and that's like where your work is. That's the kind of work you want to create as an artist, as a singer-songwriter. Amazing. Fabulous. But don't limit the styles that you then sing if you are just singing for fun on your own in your room or in your car. Because equally, it's through addressing those other styles that you may find different parts of your voice, different placements, different areas to explore, different tone in a different style, Basically, just don't limit yourself by thinking, this is what I have to do and that's the only thing I should practice. This is where I sit and that's the only thing I should practice and that's the only thing I should show the world. Don't just sing songs that are your castability and or your specific style. Let yourself expand. See yourself as as a fully capable and expansive, expanding person, singer, performer, songwriter, artist whatever, see yourself as bigger than just that one path that may have been dictated by others. But if it's been dictated by you, recognize whether that's out of fear or genuine. Either is totally fine. But just sing songs that are not just your castability and your style. Work on different placements. Work on different pitches and enjoy those elements for exactly what they are knowing that they don't have to be for anything other than yourself okay which takes me on to number three which is plan plan to have half hour slots in your week where you preempt a non-judgmental of self sing I'm going to say that again plan half hour slots in your week maybe one just one or two or think every time I'm in the car or whatever, plan half hour slots in your week where you preempt a non-judgmental of self sing, where you let, where you physically decide 
for this amount of time, I'm going to put on whatever songs I want. Doesn't matter, I don't know, genre, style, show, castability, gender, whatever. I'm going to stick on these songs. I'm just going to sing and I'm just going to have a good time. And the reason I say you can plan these things in advance is because if you're not used to doing that... Oh, gosh. Sorry, that was a big wave. <laughs> that was a really big wave. Oh, anyway. Um, the joys of living at sea. Um, if... What was I saying? Gosh, a classic Kezia tangent. Um, yeah, through planning those things. If you're not used to doing that kind of thing, then it's... To your log- it allows your brain, your the logical side of your brain to be like, oh, I'm planning this because it's going to serve me, as opposed to just sitting in your car putting on songs and being like, oh, this is just something that I do. You're planning specific time for your logical brain to help it become a habit um, in order to preempt that non-judgmental of self-sing. Because this is the thing too, I've, I've known people struggle with vocal warm-ups and doing things like that before because of the fear of not sounding good. A vocal warm-up is not meant to sound good. You're not meant to sound good in a vocal warm-up. The noises I make are so obnoxious. <laughs> it probably annoys all my neighbours. But it's what works for me to warm up my voice. It doesn't sound great, but it's what's necessary to warm up my voice and my placement and how it then feels for me. And it's that kind of thing. That non-judgmental of self-sing is necessary for you to find that element of fun that is nothing to do with having to be anything specific or sound a specific way for anybody or anything else. And that is the underlying theme here, I think, between those three things. Don't just sing songs for something. Don't just sing songs that are your castability and your style and plan some of those half-hour slots or whatever it is at your car journeys in your week where you get to have that non-judgmental of self-sing. It's so important. And you know, I think you all know this about me by now, but I'm so passionate about this element of fun. Your career does not have to feel like pressure all of the time. And if that's how you feel, please come to me and please talk to me on Instagram at Kezia Grace Coaching. It doesn't have to feel like pressure and like the overarching umbrella of everything that you are as a person. It doesn't have to feel that way. It's an element of your life that gets to be fun. It really, really is. And it takes work to get there, especially because, you know, we go to college and it is our entire life and we work on things and it, we have to look after our voice, drink enough water, do that, do that. Yes, we have to do those things. But when you change your mindset around why you're doing it and how it actually feels to do those things and you switch that perspective it all just becomes elements that make up your incredibly freaking fun and enjoyable life and that will make the biggest biggest difference to your vocal freedom vocal freedom is personal freedom it really really is so i think i'll leave this episode there just a little cheeky shorter one but I hope you've enjoyed as always please share please make sure you um if you're listening on oh two 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 sorry just saw the time of the recording if you're listening on Spotify then please make sure you give it a little rating that's always fun because it helps this work get to more and more performers who also need to hear it if you've not followed us on on Instagram just yet please come ahead go ahead and do so at Kezia Grace Coaching and TikTok 
is ha- I'm having so much fun on TikTok. That's at KG Coaching World. Um, there are links in my Instagram bio at the very, very bottom, I believe. So please come over there and have a little follow. And just to finish up this episode, I'm going to be launching a brand new program very, very soon. And what this is, is it's going to be very exciting. And it's going to be a live version of Anxious to Sing Academy, a 12-week live version of Anxious to Sing Academy. This is what I'm going to be doing. If you are interested in this from the get-go, from the time you're listening to this episode, please send me a DM over on Instagram. Send me the word Academy. And I am just taking in those numbers because we're going to get started hopefully in January. Um, And I want to be able to share all the information before then, but I just want to put some feelers out there first. A live version, 12-week program of Anxious to Sing Academy, group coaching program, weekly coaching calls together, DM access for the entire 12 weeks as well, with a goal at the end of the program to do an online concert for a charity. This is what it's all about. So if you're interested from the get-go, please send me that DM Academy and um, I can share some more information with you and make sure that you get the early bird price and the early access to some resources as well. And that's it. Okay. Have a gorgeous rest of your week, beautiful humans. And I'm sending you so much love and support. Always, always, always.